Hey, yo, 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 what's good? Addicts gang. Um, Andy back here for another rendition of the AFL Supercoach podcast. We're keeping this running. Um, you know, I've had a bit of a bit of love on the uh, statistics and on the Twitters, so I thought I'd come back again. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. Um, follow the podcast on Twitter at the FB Addicts, on the Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Um, you know, me and Frank, we're doing... NFL dynasty fantasy football stuff. Um, so if you are interested in NFL fantasy football, give that a listen. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify and give us a five star rating if you enjoyed. Uh, helps us out and um, yeah, spread the word. We uh we love you and uh, hopefully we can keep giving out content. Um, but today I will just be running through hopefully a quick little Super Coach podcast about uh, my team. You know my trades, my ranks. And all that, uh, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, round twelve we had the buy round, the very first one. I only had eighteen play. Um, I scored eighteen ninety four, and I moved up twenty four spots into one thousand four hundred two overall. So, you know, we just moved up. I thought I was gonna have my first rank drop since round, like round four, I think. So, um. But we didn't. We're still moving. We're still making progress. And anytime you go up in the ranks, it's a it's a solid week. That's that's what that's what we're after. That's what we want. Um, the teams that did have the buy previously were Fremantle, Brisbane, St Kilda, and Sydney. And this week we've got just Geelong and the Suns. So um, you know, we shouldn't have any any dramas fielding eighteen this week. I've got a full twenty two. Um, but there is. A lot of discussion, a lot of things to talk about. Um, my trades last week were I originally had um, Sam Simpson out and uh, I was trading someone else out. Um, I think I was I was originally just doing Sam Simpson to Ford, but Seamus Mitchell was a laid out, so I, I ended up giving him the flick to uh, George Wardlaw as well. So I just downgraded a few times to the North boys who uh, Eddie Ford was a bit disappointing, but Wardlaw looked looked pretty good. I actually watched that game. Uh, friend of the podcast, Joel, is a Bombers fan. Um, so, yeah, we watched that. He had a had a bit of a sweat going, um, but, yeah, the Bombers did get over the line. So, um, and I mean, let's start there with... Um, who is on the chopping block this week? Who is a potential trade-out? And it's none other than Jack Zeeble. Um, I mean, my guy looked terrible out there. Um, almost cost him a game, honestly. You know, you could uh, see it happening. You know, the Bombers were just going to get over the line, and it was because Zeeble just kept kicking it on the floor. It happened like three or four times. Um, just looks sluggish out there. Looks, I don't know, just doesn't look as good as he did at the start of the year, he only got two kick-ins um, compared to, you know, some weeks he was getting nine, ten. Uh, so he's kind of lost that role. Um, and I think it is, you know, correlates with Aaron Hall coming back into the side. Um, you know, new coach as well. There's a bit going on there. The week to get rid of him, if you were super sharp, was to do it last week because uh, he did drop 50K. But, you know, there is a discussion. I put a poll out on my personal account on Twitter um, you know, I do I do put polls out on the Supercoach 
about Supercoach on my personal account just to see how the community feels about certain players, about certain things. Um, and I think Jack Zebel could 100% be traded. Um, yeah, the results were on that poll were 50-50. Uh, check it out at Andy FB Addicts if you do want to have a look there and uh, vote and, you know, spread the love. Um, but yeah, Jack Zebel, should he be traded out, was 50-50 vote. I think he is not going to be this uh, guy we hope for, um, you know, the 100-plus Jack Zebel that we got at the start of the year. Um, I think he's closer to 80 from here on out. So if you do have the trades and you just want to move on, uh, I think that's perfectly fine to do so. Um, but, you know, otherwise you're probably holding. Um, but, yeah, I think it's completely up to you how you're positioned. Me with the nine trades left, I really want to – like I want to do something spicy this week and trade Zebel and Day to uh, a few of the upgrade targets that I will mention soon. Uh, just get out of both picks, you know, upgrade my team that way because, you know, I was looking at, you know, the other trade-out options are uh, Bailey Humphrey and Josh Weddle because I was planning on, you know, Humphrey at his buy, give him the flick, you know, it seemed it seemed right. And then Josh Weddle as well because he would have um, – Stop making money. I can't really field him this week anyway. And he's got the buy next week. So it made sense to give give them to the flick and go down and up. But there's no real downgrades this week. And they're both making money and they're both scoring better than Zebel and Day anyway. So it's like a, you know, it's a do you do, do you just hold them and give the others a flick instead? So I do have something to think about. I think I'll definitely be holding Weddle and Humphrey. It's just whether. I, if I do trade, do I trade day and Zebel or do I just trade one? Um, I have Harry Sheasel as well, who is on this list as well. Do we trade him out? Um, I think all these guys fit in the same category of they're not going to go 100 plus. This is Harry Sheasel, Will Day, and Jack Zebel. Um, you can definitely trade them out if you choose to. Um, you know, if you've had enough, you think they're busts of pick now, uh, feel free to get out if you're in that position with cash gen and uh, trades. Otherwise, you know, you can obviously hold till they're buy and then, you know, give them another week, give them another two weeks and then move off. The only thing with Jack Zebel is that 170 break even. So he will not have that 520k price tag that he currently has. Um, so if that's, if, if it's a, you know, kind of a now or never with Jack Siebel. Um, but the other two, I think you can hold suss out until their bite and then move off then. They don't look to lose that much cash coming up. Um, but, yeah, it is interesting. I don't think you're going to get 100 average out of any of them. I think it's closer to, you know, 85, 90. Um, so perfectly fine to hold, but just lower your expectations on them if you want to get out and get a true premium, then you definitely can. I'm giving you the green light to do so. Um, yeah, other trade-outs that I did put in this list were Weddle, Humphrey, and Ashcroft, I think, hold. Um, you know, great scoring. Brisbane back at the Gabba soon um, for Ashcroft. You know, he's still got money to make. If you didn't move off him last week, there's no real point to do so this week. Um, 
and same with Weddell and Humphrey. Weddell will probably be in your top 18 scorers again. He's he's real good, good at the game, Josh Weddell. And uh, Humphrey as well could be really useful moving forward. Um, someone I didn't mention on the top of the podcast who I didn't get in was Kieran Briggs. Uh, you know, um, he's just good. I think like maybe not like actually at AFL itself, but at Supercoach, man, just hundred, hundred every week. I think that was a, a, a bad miss from me. Um, you know, I didn't think it made sense with, you know, me having Tim English and Rowan Marshall, I would have had to pay two fifty for someone that I could only field in round eight, uh, round 12. So I didn't think it made sense, but, um, yeah, if, if you were someone with Sean Darcy or Jared Witts or Max Gorn, you know, congratulations. Um, you know, he's someone that will make a lot of money and um, is re- really fieldable. Like he's probably going to, you know, score another 110 and just keep the momentum going uh, against the Kangas at Bloodstone Arena. Um, yeah, Kieran Briggs, go you good thing. Um, yeah, he looks to probably get up to... Gee, like four hundred and fifty, maybe by his buy. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked at the numbers, but let's have a look. Actually, Kieran Briggs. Um. Yeah. I, this is gonna annoy me looking at this, but oh man, that um GWS Richmond game was was pretty awesome though. Um, Kieran Briggs, negative thirty two break even by his buy should be at yeah four forty four fifty k. That is such a good get. Wish I wish I did it myself. Um, but yeah, moving on. So if you do decide to trade Zeebel, Sheasel, Day, there are a few people that we are debating on. And, you know, obviously the whole strategy of the buy is to trade people at their buy to people who have already had their buy. So you, you know, technically you don't want to have 30 donuts. You want to avoid that as much as possible. Obviously there's, 30 people on your super coach team, if you can um, reduce that number to, you know, only having 26 people, 24 people that you actually have at their buy, um, you will get through the buy rounds pretty, pretty well. Um, so the idea would be to, um, it's really hard this week, but next week, for example, trade Will Day and Josh Weddle to uh, a Lockie Neal and a, um, Caleb Sarong type so then you, you get those extra points coming in and you don't cop those on their buys um, but it really does come down to in the midfield Lockie Neal, Caleb Sarong Andy Brayshaw, Chad Warner Jack Steele are the names I'm looking at for the next two weeks um, and then in the back line it's Luke Ryan Jake Lloyd, Jack Sinclair Tom Stewart uh, Tom Stewart, obviously, after this week, if you don't have him. And in the forward line, it's it's not great in the forward line. Like, I, I circled Jeremy Cameron, just, you know, someone, if you really want to be that guy, he's only 440K, um, does have the ceiling to score anything in any given week. Cats run is not great on the way home. Uh, they do have a lot of games at Geelong, which which helps, but... um. Yeah, he is someone if you're tight on money and, you know, to shoot for the moon kind of kind of player. Um, but, yeah, of these people, I think um, I would have Caleb Sarong first. 
if you have the money to um to willingly pay six ten for him. He's just been really good all year. Um and I don't see it stopping. Um Richmond this week is a great matchup at home. Um and then Lockie Neal, I do he would be my second favourite in the midfield, followed by Andy Brayshaw, you know, flip a coin with those two. I think they'll both be solid options on the way home. Um in the back end, back half of the year. Uh, Warner and Steele are just there. I do like them as a bit of cheaper options, um, but not as much as those three in the midfield. Just if you, you know, want to want to save a bit of money, um, they are very fine options as well. In the back line, I think I think it's Sinclair, just then Lloyd and then Luke Ryan this week. But Tom Stewart would leap all of them after this week if you want to upgrade in your midfield this week and then go to Tom Stewart next week. Uh, obviously, if you already have Tom Stewart, this doesn't apply to you. But, um, yeah, uh, Sinclair's great. Uh, I think he'll be, you know, I think they'll all be top 10 options, um, all better than Zeeble on the run home. If, if that's the question you're asking yourself, should I go Zeeble to one of these guys? Um, I would if I had the trades and I'm still, <laughs> I don't even have the trades and I'm still thinking about doing it. Um but yeah, I think my favorite would be Sinclair, followed by Lloyd, and then Luke Ryan. Um, and then now we get into the kind of the funky, uh, funky options. Now there's nobody really on the bubble. The downgrades look a bit dicey. You've got that GWS guy. I'm gonna butcher his name. John Fahi Fay kicked a really good goal on the weekend. Um, defender mid. You know, he's been the sub a few weeks now. Um, I think he is a handy little player, but for super coach, I don't think you can go there. Has the bad buy, as I said, been the sub. So it's really hard to to trust him moving forward. Break even's probably disgusting, won't even make money. Um, so I hate going there. Uh the next name that I'm gonna try not butcher is Oizen Mullen. There's some Irish accent for you, 102K defender. Um, if he's named in round 14, I will pick him. If, uh, But until then, I'm not going to go early. I don't see it worth the risk. And then there's, uh, is it Lewis Malikin? Yeah, Lewis Malikin, 172K defender. With the unfortunate news on McCartan being out for the year, I think that opens up an opportunity for Malikin. Scored reasonably well in game one. Um, is not on the buy, but I mean not on the bubble, but is a option if you need a body. I don't think you should need a body this week, so you can definitely wait on him. Um, scored eighty seven against the Blues. Um, definitely want to keep on your radar. But the whole point of this conversation is that I want to avoid going early on Malikin and Mullen just because, you know, you don't really need to for the numbers and you want to make sure their job security has a bit of a tick next to its name. Um, so so it does make it hard to, you know, bank cash or make, an up, uh, make a downgrade. Um, so I have seen people float around. Oh, and I should, sorry, I should throw in Harvey Harrison as well for the Pies, made his debut, but yeah, he's not on the bubble. So you should just... Um, Probably wait because you don't need the number this week. Then he has his buy, and then you can grab him in round fifteen if he is still available. Um. Oh, speaking of the pies, 
Um, Jordan Ngoi, three weeks, definitely a trade. Sucks. Um, yeah, I was surprised about the amount of teams he's actually in. So very unlucky, but yeah, he's probably got to go. Um, another one is Lachlan McAndrew could be on the bubble this week. Not a great scorer. I mean, might be handy if you need it. But like I said, you probably don't need the number this week. So it's, you know, you, eh, who really knows. Bailey McDonald also made his debut for the Hawks. But, yeah, it's, you don't need the number this week. Got his buy next week. And then who knows if he even holds his spot. Um, but I have seen people flowing around, floating around names such as Elliot Yo, Nat Fife. Harry Himmelberg, Ben Keys. Now, this is very... Didn't think we'd get here in 2023, but here we are. Um, Elliot Yo scored 124 on the weekend, I want to say. It was something really good. Um, 125. Um, you know, he hasn't been lighting the world on fire. He was in literally everyone's team pre-season before the calf needles and, and such. Um yeah, the start of the year wasn't really getting the CBAs. I don't know if it was injury or, um, you know, genuine tanking by West Coast. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, got sixty eight and sixty seven percent on the weekend. Um, you know, Elliot Yo is a good player at football. He will get if he gets the CBAs, he will score a lot of Supercoach points. I just don't trust his body, and therefore I will not be bringing in Elliot Yo. Um, same can be said for Nat Fife, you know, two-time Brownlow medalist. I actually started Nat Fife just, you know, in the hope with the easy run that Frio had at the start, you know, Saints, North, West Coast, Suns to open the year. I thought, you know, he could kick a lot of goals and go up really quickly and then I could flip him. Unfortunately, he got hurt and it turned me off the pick. Um, obviously Nat Fife has got he's looked really good like for playing limited time i think they're nursing him uh increased cbas 42 and 46% um yeah great player champion of the game but i just i won't be picking that five you know um he will help you in round 15 for the buy i guess um but yeah it's just not for me i just can't trust his body the one I do actually like, if you want to go there, um, is Ben Keys. Um, he scored a hundred and six and a hundred and two in the two games that everyone is looking at. Obviously, is a three hundred and sixty k forward mid, which I like because um, he's not a genuine midfielder. Um, yeah, he's just, I've been watching, uh, I don't know why I've been watching the Adelaide games. I think it's just been, that's it's been on, um, you know, something to watch, I guess. But yeah, and he's he's actually looked good. He runs really hard. He's around the ball uh, constantly and he's got 70% and 75% CBAs for the past week. He's been in the rotation with Laird and Dawson. Um, I'm not overly sure who they kicked out. I think it was like Barry. Um, maybe Sloan. Uh, I don't. I don't know who they got rid of for Ben Keys. I know he wasn't really getting this role earlier in the year, but um, 
yeah, he's he's really proven that he can score in this role if he gets it. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting pick if you want to do it, if you do have the quote-unquote balls to do it. Um, kudos. I hope it works for you. I'm going to avoid personally, but he is my favorite of the mid-prices. Break-even of seven. Um, I don't know if you want to do this as a bit of a cash grab and then move on from him. Um, I would just take take him as cover, honestly. If he's if he could be a potential um top six forward. Um, it is interesting. I might of thinking of doing it, but uh, yeah, he is my favorite. And Harry Himmelberg, obviously, I I can't do it this week. Um. He obviously did get played defense again, and obviously we know what he does do when he plays defense. Um, what did he actually score this week, Harry? Um, Mum's mate Harry Himmelberg scored, yeah, 103. He's Mr. Automatic if he plays back line, just always scores tons. Got a, got a few kick-ins. Uh, yeah, he got five kick-ins, um, which helps. Elite user of the ball when you can see the whole field and at the back line, uh, you know, inset marks, does it all really. Um, but I just want to, I just want to see if this role holds, like I'm happy to pay the extra, whatever he will go up uh, with these, you know, incoming scores. It is not worth the risk to jump on now if he goes back forward, because he is a genuine 20 average super coach player. If he, if he plays forward line, um, break even to 78, you don't have to move yet. You know, if he scores, another ton and then I would even wait two more weeks just to see like it actually happening and then after his buy you could you could make a move on Harry Himmelberg um but of those four I think Keys is my favorite then Himmelberg if he gets the role and I'm just not trusting the other two with their body um if they do hold up they will score reasonably well and be really good cover, especially with those struggling with with numbers during the buy rounds. And um and Cash Jan, they could offer a different approach this year. Um and I'm here for it. You know, Supercoach is great, but yeah, with the lack of downgrade options, you've got to look elsewhere and these four names I thought I would bring up. Um but yeah, I would not <laughs> would not touch a rookie this week. Um, you know, there's none on the bubble and there's none you really need for the number. Like you should not be struggling to get 18 this week, I don't think. And of those mid prices, I think um, Ben Keys is the one that interests me the most and Himmelberg later on if he does get the role. Um, yeah, just to wrap up, my favorite buy um, premium upgrade target this week would be Caleb Sarong followed by Neil and Brayshaw if you're looking for a midfield upgrade. Backline, I think it's uh, Jake Lloyd if you already have Sinclair. If you don't have Sinclair, I like doing that. And then just keep your eyes on Tom Stewart if you don't have him, obviously, is a must-get next week. And Jeremy Cameron, I don't hate if you if you need a little upgrade down forward and you don't have the money um, just because the ceiling with him is fantastic if you want to take that risk. We'll quickly end on vice-captains and captains. Um I'm going Tim English against the Ports Ruck. You know, I don't know who it is. 
I don't really care. Tim English is, in fact, him English. And uh, I think he'll go nuts again. Um, just the game Saturday night. Didn't go the dog's way, but it just reminded everyone how good he is. And, yeah, I think he's a great option. I, you know, you can go Bont if you like. I don't hate that. Um, Sydney Saints Thursday, I'm not really sure about anyone in that game. Maybe Rowan Marshall is an option. Um, yeah, I'd probably avoid that. And then Tim English Bont, obviously. Um, the dogs are it's hard to score against for, like, butters, so I don't really like that. Um, Lockie Neal against the Hawks is a great <laughs> option. And then another fantastic one would be the Crows boys against West Coast at home. Um, Dawson, Roy Laird. If you have Tex... <laughs> He's 250th. He might kick 250 goals. Uh, he's an option. Um, and then Frio boys, you know, if you're bringing in a Sarong or a Brayshaw against the Tigers, I do like that on the Saturday night. Um, GWS against North, I don't hate that for Cogs and Tom Green. Uh, I'm holding Cogs, by the way. I think I think he's fine. Uh, a lot of people saying, should we trade Cogs? I, I don't think so. I think this is what you get, you know. Next week, he'll probably score 140, and then he'll be fine. Um, Merritt is on fire. You could definitely go him on Sunday night against the Carlton Blues, who look to be in a bit of a shambles. Um, and then Dee's Pies, I'd probably avoid that game. You know, you could do Clayton Oliver, but he's coming back from injury. I don't love that. Uh, Petrarca seems to be a bit of a downhill skier when the opponents a bit easier and they win um and then Dacos I mean loves the big game loves the big moment but yeah I would try get the I think the money matchups are the Frio guys against Richmond uh Neil against Hawthorne and the Adelaide guys against West Coast and then you vice captain your team English or any of those that I mentioned um, that'll do it. I will tweet out my final trades. I think I'm going to decide between Day and Zeebel and upgrade one of them because I just don't have the trades to do both. I think I will be going to Caleb Sarong or Lockie Neal. And then I'll look at, um, yeah, maybe another one next week via, um, Josh Weddle and, a downgrade. I'll try to find the money somewhere else to downgrade. But yeah, that's my plans. Um, fixing one of those failed mid prices and then upgrading Weddle next week. Um, thank you for listening as always. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out on Twitter about any super coach questions you have. I hope, I hope this podcast helps and you got something out of it. Um, yeah. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the buy rounds. Uh, make sure to check your numbers. <laughs> in round 14 and 15. That's when it gets hard. I'll try to be back here next week and uh, we'll do it all again. But thank you and I'll see you next time.